There's so much to do. I feel like I'm suffocating. I'm just starting back to work following maternity leave, and I found myself paying less attention to my meals and eating when I feel like it. I find I'm telling myself the story of, I don't know how this all can get done, and I don't know what needs to happen on this project, and I'm not sure I'm prepared to do this. These stories often led to emotional eating in my past, and it's happening again. I think I'd enjoyed a cookie, or four, after a long day, and I don't even have to leave my desk, so there's been a lot of overindulgence this week. But it's not just the end of the workday. I'm also offering myself a treat during a long work session or when I was sorting through a rocky day with my spouse. I'm really not sure what to do. Can you give me a hand, Georgie? If you've never felt overwhelmed like Talia was experiencing, I envy you. Most of us can relate to that panicky feeling of overwhelm. I'd describe it like a strong urge to do something, but at the same time you feel completely paralyzed. There's a lot of tension and urgency in the feeling of overwhelm, and it's one of the emotional states that most effectively scrambles our brain's ability to think rationally and logically. Overwhelm can lead to us taking rash, impulsive actions, or leave us frozen and stunned. Today, I'll share with you a tool I created for Talia called the Overwhelm Management Guide. Appropriately, the acronym is OMG. This is the Breaking Up with Binge Eating podcast, where every listen moves you one step closer to complete food freedom. Hosted by me, Georgie Fear, and my co-coach, Mary Claire Brescia. I wrote back to Talia, Right now, food is helping you cope with stress and difficult emotions. But instead of just trying to stop the food behaviors, I would focus first on those feelings and what you want to do when they come up instead of turning to food. That way, you're focused on doing the things which offer more effective feeling better, and they don't take you further from your goals. The thoughts you identified sound like overwhelm is the key emotion at play. Let's walk through the five-step overwhelm management guide. Number one, let yourself feel the way you do. There's nothing wrong with you for being overwhelmed, uncertain, or unsure. Those are normal things to feel, and a lot of people have done things that they didn't feel, quote, ready for. The next few steps in this guide will likely reduce your overwhelm, but for this moment, accept that being overwhelmed is a normal part of life, and it will neither kill you nor paralyze you. It's just a signal that you're facing a big challenge. So let's get geared up to take it on. Step two, get organized. Make a list, make a schedule, make a spreadsheet. Itemize what you can. Getting overwhelming thoughts out of your head where they swirl and overwhelm and onto paper makes them easier to see and define. For example, the dizzying array of things to do before you move, which feels infinite, becomes a list of 28 boxes to check, which is more approachable. 28 is less scary than infinity. Most people feel overwhelmed when they sense being inundated with things to do and not knowing where to begin or when they'll have the time. If you get yourself organized with a schedule, you can pencil in tasks for certain times. And it gives you a visual representation 
of your finite time resources. So if your schedule fills up and you can't find a place to put in one more thing, it's time to start saying no. As an aside, if you have a hard time saying no, you're more likely to be overwhelmed often. Consider this emotion a signal that you can feel more at ease by learning to not be afraid of saying no, or learning to counteroffer when approached with one more task. Counteroffering is not saying yes or no, but proposing an alternate, such as, I can do that, but I can't get it to you in the next three days. Would next Friday be okay? This can be a valuable skill if you don't want to say no, or you're not ready to say no, and you really do want to help someone out, but at the same time, you don't want to overextend yourself. Okay, so you allowed yourself to calmly acknowledge that you're overwhelmed, and you've gotten yourself organized. Now what? Step three, focus on the very next thing. So when you're starting, that's the very first step. Every complicated project gets completed one step at a time. If you don't have information that you need, then try to specify what exact piece of information it is, and then think of the first step as finding out where you can get that. Of course, you don't know everything. Nobody does. But maybe you can look something up or ask somebody. Let's say you're responsible for preparing a budget for your business for the next 12 months, and you're completely lost because you've never prepared a budget before. You don't even know what a budget looks like. The first step in this overwhelming situation might be, ask my supervisor who created last year's budget. And then once you have that name, let's call her Kathy, the next step might be, look up Kathy's phone number, followed by, call Kathy. The key is to break things down into very small pieces, and then just take one at a time in a logical order. I like to put looking up a phone number and calling the phone number as two separate tasks. That way each one is smaller and one clearly comes before the other, so I don't have to worry about which one I do first. Which brings me to step four. Number four, let the future steps go from your mind. You're going to get to all of those steps when they are the next step. But if it's further out than your very next step, don't take it on right now. Often, our feelings of being overwhelmed worsen because we're simultaneously worrying about all the steps of a project or ordeal at the same time. But we won't be facing all of those things at once, so we can address them when it's their turn. Number five, as needed, pause and de-escalate. When you're working through a difficult job or a challenging day, take breathers to talk to yourself reassuringly. Make sure you take a lunch break. Maybe put on a song and listen for a couple of minutes, then regroup and resume working. Get water every hour or so. Stop and do some arm circles. It literally takes 10 seconds. The voice in your head might resist and say things like, don't stop now, dinner's just two hours away, hang in there. Or don't take a break, just push on, keep going. But I hear all the time that clients routinely push themselves this way all day only to collapse into emotional eating or a binge at night. So just picture that. If that's how this tends to play out for you, then maybe you don't want to keep pushing yourself to keep going and keep going. Maybe taking breaks is the thing you need. There's no award for pushing yourself hard all day without a break, unless you think of binge eating as a prize that you want. I bet you're listening to this podcast because you want to move away from behaviors like that. 
So as a default, I'm going to encourage everyone listening to try and take those small breaks during the day. I bet you'll feel more rational and together when you get to the evening. So there you have the five steps of overwhelm management. Let yourself feel the way you do, get organized, focus on the very next thing, let the future steps go, and as you work through a problem or situation, pause and de-escalate. After I created the Overwhelm Management Guide for Talia, she sent me an email. It read, At 10.58 a.m., before a series of calls, I felt the emotion of overwhelm coming over me. I noted on my phone, starting to feel overwhelmed, but I can handle this feeling without food for this next set of calls. And I was able to handle it. Progress. If you find yourself relating to Talia and the other stories in this podcast, you'll see these are people just like you. If you think you'd like my help with your own success story, where you get to be the hero, we've opened up enrollment for our Breaking Up with Binge Eating coaching program. Go to nutritionloft.com store to check it out. I'm Georgie Fear. I'm always here for you, and I'll see you in the next episode to continue our journey. 